You think you've got issues? Hi, I'm Dr. Laurie Appel. Welcome to my podcast, where we will be talking about a variety of mental health issues, because, you know, we've all got issues. So last podcast, I left off with a hopeful, hopeful message about how the breaking up period and that liminal space between what we knew and what will be can be a place where we can grow and thrive. But before we get to the thriving part, let's just take a look at how we can survive this period that is so fraught with emotions. The very first thing I tell folks is is that you need to keep reminding yourself that you can and will get through this tough time and move on with your life, hopefully as a stronger and wiser person. And understand that you will have very mixed emotions. In fact, you may be on an emotional roller coaster. You may feel angry, sad, confused, frustrated, jealous, defeated, insecure, afraid, and maybe even hopeful and excited at various times. And these feelings will be there whether the relationship was a good one or not. Venturing into the unknown is always frightening. Just know that all of these feelings will lessen over time. I cannot guarantee many things in my work with people, but the one thing that I can guarantee is is that feelings do change. Think of feelings like waves that come from the ocean. At first, these waves are powerful and can knock you down. But over time, the waves subside. They still come, but they're less intense and less frequent. And you are able to stand your ground, letting them wash over you, but not knock you down. Accept these feelings as they come like waves. Don't try to fight them. It's normal to have conflicting emotions, and it's important for you to acknowledge and accept them. While they may be painful, trying to stuff them down or discount them will only prolong the grieving process. And talk about your feelings, even if this is difficult for you to do. Simply the act of knowing that someone else is aware of your feelings can help you feel less alone with your pain. And people can be a really helpful outlet for you. So don't try to rough this alone. Share with your trusted friends or family members what is going on with you. Join a support group of people in similar situations or talk to a psychologist or therapist. Isolation can only serve to raise your level of stress, anxiety, and depression and interfere with your overall health, your other relationships, and even your work. Now, this being said, I want you to give yourself a break. You're not going to be functioning at your optimal level for some time, and that's okay. No one is immune to the effects of life changes. You need time to heal and rebuild your internal resources. Give yourself permission to be a little less than you've been. Lower your bar for yourself. But don't stay stuck in looking back with ruminative question or overanalyzing the situation. Many of the clients I see can't seem to let go of the negative feelings about their relationship, like anger or sadness and blame. And this rumination can only rob you of necessary energy to move on. I also think that it's a lot harder to move on these days because our lives are so public. We can check out our ex's Facebook or Instagram pages. We can easily become obsessed with what our partner is doing and how they are moving on and comparing ourselves to that. Try your best to avoid checking up on your partner 
and ask your friends not to tell you news of them if it will only create angst or anxiety in you. The more you focus on the other person, the less time you will have to devote to healing yourself and the longer it will take to move on. But if the sadness or anger is really overwhelming you, or if your feelings are not getting better over time, and especially if those feelings are getting worse, consider getting outside help. Also, to counteract the negative emotions, keep reminding yourself that you have a future ahead. New opportunities, new hopes and dreams and goals will eventually replace the dreams and hopes that you had with your partner. And you will find love again. I know that this may be hard to believe at the moment, but the reality is, if you had the capacity to love and commit to someone, then you will again. The capacity for love and intimacy doesn't disappear because a relationship ended. That is a part of you. You are not a failure at relationships. In fact, you likely had a very successful relationship for some time. You may have built a home or a life with someone, maybe even raised kids with them. But just like we sometimes outgrow a job or a home or even a friend, sometimes we outgrow a relationship. But we find new jobs, new homes, and new friends. And you will find new love as well. All right, so that's some advice for how to survive a breakup. Now let's talk about how to really thrive. The first thing to do is to try to think of this time in your life as a time to sow the seeds for new growth. Try to imagine that you can come out of this experience with greater self-awareness, with more strength, and with increased wisdom about what you need and want in future relationships. In order to do this, you really need to fully understand and accept what happened in the relationship that you had and to understand and accept the part that you played in the, discomfort, in the dysfunction of the relationship. Because if you do acknowledge the part that you played, you will be able to learn from this and avoid repeating these mistakes in future relationships. Take the time to reflect and step back from the relationship and examine some things about yourself. First, look at the choice that you made in your, in your partner. Were there red flags that you chose to ignore? Or maybe there were things that you wanted from someone when you were younger, but are no longer the most important things for you now. Or maybe it was a really good choice that you made, but you just outgrew each other and no longer have much in common. Also, take a look at how you handled the problems in your relationship. How did you deal with the conflicts? Are there things about your capacity to handle difficulties in relationships that you need to address? Are you avoidant of conflict or do you overreact to minor issues? Were you passive about your needs and therefore they went on unmet? Or were your expectations about your partner unrealistic? Did you expect your partner to change over time? That is important in your next choice in relationship, the need to look frankly at the person that you are seeing and think about whether you can accept them the way they are and not the way that you think they could or should be. Will you still want to be with the person they are today in another 30 years? Also, really think about how you want to spend your time as a single person. This is a great opportunity for growth in many areas, especially if you were too dependent on your partner for your happiness. This time in your life is a great opportunity to discover yourself again and to figure out what makes you happy. This is the space in life where you can reconnect with friends, rediscover an old hobby or passion, learn to tolerate, maybe even really enjoy spending time just alone. 
It's also the space where you can figure out how to relate to others, why you make the choices that you do without actually being in the throes of a conflictual relationship. And you can take the time to work on the problems that you need to work on without focusing on the problems between you and your partner or the problems of your partner. I have seen many, many people over the years of my practice, and I can tell you with certainty that not only do people move on, but they become wiser, stronger, and more self-assured. And if they want, they do find love again. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Laurie, and I'll see you next podcast. Dr. Laurie Appel is a licensed psychologist in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Her license and practice information is available on her website, laurieappelpsyd.com. All information provided on Dr. Laurie's podcast is solely for educational and informational purposes and is not meant to serve as psychological counseling. If you have personal issues you would like to explore, please contact a licensed mental health professional in your state.